Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan and I'm here in Melbourne. I'm excited to be launching a Warrior Church in January. So if you're interested, get in touch with uh, Kevin Zadai or the Warrior Notes team and find a Warrior Church near you. I recently archived 137 episodes of the Kingdom Dynamics podcast and deleted my um, Substack blog posts, just wanting to feel um, as I'm being led by God to just, just wanting to refine my message. My life decision is to communicate the specific gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus preached. And I made a decision to seek first the kingdom of God and that really radically changed my Christian life. I've been a businessman. I've won excellence in business awards, and I've also failed in business. I call myself a multiple founder and a multiple flounder. <laughs> but if you look at the church, if you look at the kingdom of God, if you look at the Christian life, we have got to learn to live with chaos you know, Paul found himself in prison. He found himself shipwrecked. He was stoned to death. He tried to go to different cities and he was prevented. You know, the church planting lifestyle is a difficult lifestyle. Discipleship is difficult. It's difficult to lead people to Christ. It's difficult to even live on this earth. But the word of God is not chained. And the Bible says that although... Uh, the righteous uh, suffer violence, God will not forsake us. He has never seen the righteous forsaken or begging bread. Just a minute, I've got to get rid of a devil. Hang on. Thank you, Jesus. So I just want to commit this day to you, Lord. I just give you this podcast. Thank you, Jesus, that in 2002, you told me I was a Joseph and I was upset with you, God, because I thought Joseph was Mary's husband and he didn't seem too significant. But then I found that there was another Joseph in the Bible. And God, you said that, that your sheep would come to me. And so, God, I've been faithful in sowing your word, in preaching your word. And as I've just said, God, I have recommitted to not only seeking first the kingdom, but speaking and sharing and communicating the very specific gospel of the kingdom of God. You know, the kingdom of God, guys, is like yeast. You see, it is like a seed and it takes nine months for a baby to grow. It would be nice if, you know, we could just microwave a baby or you know, microwave a business, but these things take time. It takes, you know, decades to grow, you know, a healthy person, a healthy church, a healthy business, 
in my car wash the the business that was the most profitable and significant and um and satisfying you know it was at least 5 years before i really started to make a profit where i really had brand recognition where customers would come to me and i would choose whether i wanted them or not and you know they call it a niche they call it niche marketing you 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 cut out you know i've got a degree in business but you cut out a market segment that you can satisfy in fact you need to be able to over satisfy there's something in marketing and in sales that most people don't know but you create a debt with your customers you over satisfy them so that they feel indebted to you now i'm speaking by the spirit but we are indebted to god he has done so much for us we can never pay him back we are so grateful and last night i was absolutely stunned as i read hebrews again in the passion translation i hadn't read it i don't think for a long time and i certainly hadn't read it in the tpt but i was i just felt so clean i just you know you know when you're reading the bible and it just hits you in the spirit and you just know that you're saved and you just think this is too good to be true. This is just ridiculous. And so I just want to thank God for that and read a little bit out of the Passion Translation in Hebrews. It says, The first covenant in the Old Testament, there were specific rules for worship, including a sanctuary on earth to worship in. When you entered the tabernacle, you would first come into the holy chamber where you would find the lampstand and the bread of his presence on the fellowship table. Then, as you pass through the next curtain, you would enter the innermost chamber called the holiest sanctuary of all. Now, the holiest sanctuary of all, this is just me speaking now, that's who you are. That is the kingdom of God. You know, this is astonishing, guys. I haven't done a podcast for about a week. And, of course, there's a huge street sweeper cleaning the street right outside my window. I just want you to be encouraged that the devil does not want you to hear this episode. You know, there's harassment going on in my room. That's why I had to pause for a moment before. And so the Holy Spirit, it says in verse 8, uses the symbols of this pattern of worship to reveal that the perfect way of holiness has not yet been unveiled. Oh Lord, we don't have to be sprinkled with goats, Father God, blood. We have been sprinkled with the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus strengthens us. The blood of Jesus sanctifies us. The blood of Jesus does the impossible act of cleansing our conscience towards God. Thank you, God, that we are crystal clear. We are, we are clean. We are squeaky clean. By the blood of Jesus Christ, every human being is appointed to die once and then to face God in judgment. Verse 28, but when we die, we will be face to face with Christ, the one who experienced death once and for all to bear the sins of many. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ, your body was torn. Your body was ripped. Your body is the veil through which we walk into heaven. God, today we come into heaven. Guys, I just want to help you understand the kingdom of God. Now, Jesus Christ preached a message 
called the kingdom of God. He didn't preach only salvation. He didn't preach only going to heaven. With the partnership of the Holy Spirit, he demonstrated the dominion of God. He demonstrated the power of God. Like Paul said, I come not with wise-sounding words, but with the demonstration of the Spirit and power. You know, many people haven't been able to tolerate me. Many people haven't been able to tolerate you. I haven't had many people read my book. But it says that the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. And so I'm speaking by the Holy Spirit. I know that I'm saved. I know that God has called me. I know that God has sent me. And 1 Corinthians 2.14, I just read, explains that. So we thank God that we are of the Spirit. Now listen to me. Adam did not know that he was naked. Adam did not know that he was naked because he was a spiritual man. The Bible says Jesus was the light of life in the book of John. Jesus was that light. Jesus is the light of the world, John chapter 1. And so Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. So Adam was a spiritual man. And he didn't even know he was naked because he lived in the spirit. He lived in the spirit like Watchman Nee would write about. And so you and I now are in the spirit. The Bible says to not gratify the lusts of the flesh. Paul says to Timothy to put away those fleshly youthful lusts that you would be useful to the master. Jesus said you need to deny yourself. Yourself is your soul life. You know, Eve was tempted by the devil. It said that the fruit appeared to be good to the eyes. It looked like it was good for food. It, it was appealing to her flesh. The devil caused Eve to yield to the flesh, whereas Adam and Eve were yielded to the Spirit. And so that is how we live the Christian life ongoing. We yield to God. We yield to the Spirit. We are branches that abide. Paul said that's how we do warfare. Warfare in Ephesians chapter 6 is to yield to God. He said, stand therefore, and when you've done everything to stand, stand. Pray in the Spirit. These are spiritual activities. The reason you have a battle down here is because you're living in your mind. I'm telling you the truth. The devil can't touch you. Psalm 91, you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You are untouchable. Jesus prayed that the Father would protect you from the evil one. Jesus says, the Bible says you are hidden in Christ Jesus. He can't find you. He can't touch you. But listen, a Christian truly is someone who is led by the Spirit of God. These are those who are controlled by the Spirit. These are those who are the sons of God. They are being revealed. And so in these last days, church, there is the love of many growing cold. Don't be ignorant of the times. Don't be ignorant of the devil's schemes. There is an antichrist spirit rising among the earth. There is a lawlessness in the church. 
and in the earth. Many people are not saved. Many Christians are carnal. They're not, um, you know, they're sowing to the, they're, they're, God's given them over. The Bible says God's given them over to their own debased minds. Many people are living like that right now. And Paul said, you know, he even cries for those who've shipwrecked their faith. You know, he cried, he said, everyone left him, everyone abandoned him except Timothy. And, and, you know, so he said, they went after Satan. He said, there are people eating with you at your church. This is Christians. They're blemishes at your love feast. He said, don't even have talk to them. Don't even eat with them. Those who have a form of godliness but are denying its power. So remember, the gospel is foolishness to those who are perishing. It makes no sense in our natural mind that Jesus Christ was God and that he died on a cross. How does that even work? But it is by faith that we're saved. So faith is the wisdom of God. We understand by faith. We understand by faith. So God, we ask right now for understanding. In Jesus' name, church, don't be disappointed. Don't be surprised when others fall away. You need to make a decision that even if you're the last person on earth to believe in God, that you are going to believe. Even if you're in prison, in solitary confinement, you are going to believe. His word is true and let everyone else be a liar. The Bible says that we pray in the tongues of angels. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 that we pray in the language of angels and of God. Hallelujah. He's releasing angels. He's releasing angels. Why do we pray in the language of angels? So that they can get instructions from God. So that God can bypass our natural mind. I have no idea what I'm praying. This is ridiculous. This is offensive to the natural man. I'm speaking in the spirit. I'm speaking mysteries in the spirit. Angels can understand me, but the devil can't. God can understand me. God is interceding through me. This is a perfect prayer. A perfect prayer is when God prays through me. I yield to the Spirit. I yield my tongue. I yield my body. I yield my mind. I let my mind be transformed by the washing of the water of the Word. And then I start to move into tongues, other tongues. Yes, Lord. I'm speaking victory. That's a victory tongue. I'm speaking victory in the name of Jesus. You know, there are other creatures that are not angels. There are other creatures. There are the four living creatures. There are the cherubim. There are the seraphim. Who knows? Maybe I'm speaking. 
to those four living creatures. Whoa, whoa, cha cha chi 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 chi. Thank you, God. Cha cha chi chi. I have victory on the earth because you are with me. Cool ka 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 chi 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 chi. Oh, he's the Lord of War, and victory is his name. He's the Lord of War, and he has a tattoo on his inner thigh. It says, King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. He rides a white horse and he is coming back soon. Yes, Lord, release your angels. Release your victory angels. Release your warrior angels who do your word, who implement your word, who do your bidding. I'm a spiritual man and I'm on fire. I'm on fire in the spirit of God. Oh, yeah, offenses will come. Many offenses will come. Hallelujah. But it will not affect us because we're not in the flesh. We're not in the flesh. How can a dead man defend himself? How can a dead man be offended? You're not on the fence. You can't be offended because you're not on the fence. You're off the fence. Hallelujah. Yes, unsubscribe. Hallelujah, unsubscribe. God is separating the sheep from the goats. Hallelujah. Jesus said he's going to put some on his right and some on his left. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Wow, there's a wave of deliverance coming across the earth right now. There's a wave of deliverance. Hallelujah. Some of them, they've given their hearts and minds over to the devil. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that you know those that are yours. You know. The Lord knows those that are his. He's not worried. He's not afraid. The kingdom seed will advance in Jesus' name. And I said to you before this, church, that the kingdom is seed. The kingdom is seed, but the kingdom is also yeast. And so a seed grows. A seed grows. A seed grows through multiplication. The kingdom way of growth is multiplication. A baby doesn't grow its head and then its legs and then its arms. No, it it just multiplies. It starts off as one cell, then two cells, then four cells, then eight cells. And then it becomes exponential growth. For six weeks, you don't even know there is a baby. You can't even see it with a telescope. But then suddenly there's a baby. And then God's generational. He multiplies things from generation to generation. And so don't look to your seed and wonder why it's so small. It is going to grow. Just continue to sow the seed of the kingdom. And then the kingdom is yeast. It is also yeast. So it's culture, it's flavor, it's wind, it's music, it's arts. It's the, the, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast. It's yeast that leavens. It leavens, it leavens, it leavens your whole lump of dough. Yeah. It changes all of your thinking. It changes your family. It changes your household. Some of you guys have disruption. Wow. Some of you guys have disruption. My God. How do you guys live? It's like 90210. 
<laughs> but listen, that's okay. God loves it. He loves it. Is there anything that's too big for God? He resurrected Jesus Christ. He can operate in the turmoil. You know, Jesus came during the Roman occupation. That was satanic. It was evil, totalitarian, debauchery, murder, you know, narcissism, rulership. It was um, the genocide. It was horrific. But God was not limited. God can work today. He can work through Amazon. He can work through Microsoft. He can work through the Bill Gates Foundation. He can work through antichrist governments. He's done it before. He did. He used Pharaoh. He used Nebuchadnezzar. He used Babylon. He he will use whatever system. He's not intimidated. The kingdom will infect communism. The kingdom will infect. Oh my God! Right now, China is on fire for God. You don't know, but they're on fire for God. The kingdom is taking over China. You are going to see overthrow. My God, I see the yeast of the kingdom underground. Oh my God, in China. And I tell you what, it is just about to pop. Like a, uh, have you ever made rice in a, in a, in a rice cooker? or pasta and you forget to take off the lid and it just explodes and the bubbling brook of the spirit is going to catch fire all over the surface of China. All the Muslims in China are going to get saved. It's gonna. I can see the kingdom of God has been underground in China and it has been a pressure cooker and it's about to topple over. It is about to, you're going to see China, I, re, I prophesy within 40 years, People are going to be calling China a Christian nation under God within 40 years. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, the enemy has a plan, but God has a plan. The Bible says that Satan would never, the, the rulers of this age would never have crucified Jesus had they known, had they known, had they known. Now, God knows, but the devil doesn't know. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8, none of the rulers of this age, ha, ha, understood it. For had they understood it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. You see, they thought he was a man. They crucified him thinking he was a man, but they actually crucified the Lord of glory. And so there's glory rising right now. Victory is coming to the church. So many of you have this this chaos, this alienation. But remember, the kingdom is not only seed, but yeast. And I'm telling you, some of the problems that you have, I can see it. You have disruption in your family. You have disruption in your business. And why? It's there because of you. You are bringing the kingdom. You are standing your ground. You are setting your eyes on things above. You are immovable. You, are, I said you, you are an immovable, unstoppable force of the kingdom of God. You have been washed clean. You have been washed clean with the blood of Jesus. You have been washed clean with the blood of the lamb and your mind is being renewed, but you have taken a stand for Jesus. You have taken a stand for the kingdom of God. And Jesus said, I come to bring a sword to your family. He said that. He said, I come not to bring peace, but a sword. I came to bring a sword, a mother against the father, a husband against a daughter. This is coming and this is happening. So listen, don't be surprised. Yes, 
people are going to fall away. When they meet you, they need to make a decision. In fact, what I'm saying is when they meet you, you are forcing their spirit to choose God. You are forcing their spirit to choose God. The kingdom brings division. I said the kingdom brings division. You need to stop worrying about the effect that you have. You need to stop hiding. Everywhere you go, you you are lit up. You are lit up. So when you go to work, you are forcing other people to choose. To some, you are the smell of Christ. To some, you are the smell of salvation. To others, you are proving to them that they are going to die and be separated from God. You are the fragrance of Christ. You are the fragrance. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. So to those who are perishing, you are the smell of God. But to those who are being saved, you are a pleasing aroma. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. So, church, listen to me. God is wanting you to sow to the spirit. Don't sow to the flesh. This is how you do it. This is the Christian life. You yield to God. There is a seat in your spirit. God is there. He is sitting in your spirit. He is enthroned in the the seat of your heart. He's enthroned in your praises. So so what you need to do is you need to find God. He you can't lose. You you can't fail at this. Many of you already don't believe this. You don't think you have access to God. But that is an emotional response. Remember, the devil is rejected. So everything in this world is coming out of rejection. The the soul, Sigmund Freud, capitalism, it's all based on scarcity. It's all based on rejection. It's, it's an orphan spirit. So you have to come out of that. The Bible says that the Father's good pleasure is to give you the kingdom. The Bible says if you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. Jesus said, just come to me. Come to me all you who are weary and heavily laden, I will give you rest. If you ask for bread, he will not give you a stone. So sit in your spirit, man. Know that God is enthroned on your spirit, on your heart. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and he is inside of you. He is the guarantee of your salvation. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, confirms with your spirit that you are the children of God. So You need to obey him. That's all you need to do. That's it. The Holy Spirit is the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit is the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit is the kingdom of God and he is inside of you. So you need to yield. So all you do is find that place where God is. Now, you may find that you are in your mind, but God's not there. You may be in your body, but God's not there. You know, he's there. He's in everything and fills all in all. But but your, your spirit is, is perfect. Your spirit has been made new and your mind, your will and emotions, which is your soul, needs to be transformed 
by the renewing of your mind, by the washing of the water of the word. So there's over a process of time, as you pray in the spirit and as you read the Bible, you will find that your mind and your will and your emotions agree with the spirit of God. But until then, because you're immature, you know, we're all being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to another. Remember, we've fallen short of what? The glory of God and Christ in us is the hope of glory. So Jesus in you is the fullness of God, but he hasn't filled you yet. And so he's filled you with the Holy Spirit, but you've got to be filled continually, filled to overflowing. But you can go there no matter how bad you think it is, even if you feel depressed, even if you feel alienated from God, it's not about feelings. God is not there. He's the lover of your soul, but your soul is being saved, but your spirit is saved. And so when we see him in that day, we will see him as he really is, and we will be like him. And so we're on a process of maturity. But at the moment, you know, you're immature. You know, we're being transformed into his image. So you need to sit. Turn off your phone, turn off the internet, tell people that you're busy, lock the door, say don't open the door unless there's a fire. Whatever, just get still with God, but just wait, just wait on him. Now, if you don't hear anything for 15 minutes, don't go to condemnation. Worship him. Put on some music. The Holy Spirit... I'm telling you the truth. He is speaking to you 24-7. There are angels with you right now, God speaking to you. You're the one who isn't listening. So your spirit is with God, is actually one with God right now. You are seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Jesus prayed, Father, that they would be one as we are one. So you, your spirit is already one with God, but your mind, will, and emotions are needing to be renewed. So Eve yielded to Satan. He, She yielded to Satan. She began to live out of the flesh. But you are of the spirit of God. And so you need to find God in your spirit. I, You know, you might find him. I find him through many ways, but one of them is waiting one of them is, now there will be noise, you know, there might be noise in your mind, there might be someone knocking at the door, your children might be screaming, it doesn't matter, you need to make room for God, seek him while he may be found, approach the throne of God with confidence, so what I'm telling you is if you still your mind, if you still your spirit, you will start to hear God, he will speak to you, one way that he speaks to you is through his word. Just read the Bible. It may sound, it might be boring. You might find that there are voices, so to speak, in your head screaming at you while you're reading the Bible. Some of you, your body might resist you. You know, I remember as a new Christian driving to a, a Christian Bible study and my 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 body wanted to crash my car but it was a demon i'm telling you my i had to use all of my willpower to stop my hands from turning the car into a tree that's that was me 25 years ago i was spirit filled i was born again i was praying in tongues 
I was water baptized and the devil did not want me to go to that course. Now, I'm telling you, do you know what? That course was called uh, Cleansing Streams and Growing Stronger and it's a really good material by Carl Fechner, C-A-R-L, Carl Fechner. You can get it online. But that taught me who I really was. That course taught me the basics. 1 Thessalonians 5, you are spirit, soul, and body. And I'm still here today in part because of that material. I did that course, I think, two or three times. I then became a facilitator of a, of a similar course and taught other people, man, I don't know, for maybe a hundred times. For five or six years, I taught that material over and over and over again. And that's what it is. It's the washing of the word. So you can be reading the Bible and you might feel like ripping it up. You might find that there's a, a, a demonic force. Now, you're not possessed by the devil, but the way we understand possession isn't what the Bible talks about. The Bible talks about those who were oppressed of the devil. So everyone who's sick, every sickness is an oppression of the devil. The Bible says Jesus healed all who were sick and oppressed of the devil. So, you know, to some extent, you know, if you're sick, it's the devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the devil's real. God's real. He is destroying the works of the evil one. So what I'm saying is find the seat of God in your spirit and go there. You know, saturate that place. Spend time in that place. You may be able to just sit down and be with God. That's great. You may need to do like a God space. You may need to, to, to ask God, where are you, God? Are you in front of me? Are you behind me? Are you, are you become aware of his presence? You may need to, and I'd probably encourage you, the best place to start is to just read the Bible. Probably not the Old Testament, but, you know, I, I daily get a psalm in my mind. You know, God will say, read Psalm 16, read Psalm, you know, 17, read, you know, and then I, I, whatever I'm doing, I stop and I do it. So that's what I'm saying. And the Holy Spirit will, he'll then say, He'll say, worship me, or he'll say, listen to Benny Hinn, or he'll say, turn on the radio right now. Now, sometimes maybe it's not God and the devil does masquerade as an angel of light, so it's possible that the devil will try to get you off track when you're in the early days where you're learning. But this is actually how you live. As a Christian, you live yielded to the Spirit. You know, you may get out of debt because the Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit in a very soft voice and says to go and, you know, uh, give somebody $20 or, or you know, I feel, God, I, I feel God encouraging me to give my dog some of my food. And I think, that, what? Is that God? Of my, that's my food. But God knows that I prayed for that dog and that that dog is the desire of my heart. And, you know, God loves that dog more than I do. It's true. God breaks for the creation. All creation is groaning for the sons of God to be revealed. He really wants you and I to lead this earth. It's not all about you. It's about the bridegroom. He's wanting you to get over yourself so that the Holy Spirit can move through you so that you can lead other people people 
The Bible says in Isaiah 59 verse 16, where can I find a man? Where is there a man? God is always looking for a man or a woman. He's looking for a Jesus or a John or an Ezra or a Deborah or a Ruth or a David or a Moses or a Joshua or a Noah. He's looking for a Gideon. He's looking for an Elijah or an Elisha. He's looking for a man. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 that the rain did not water the garden because God had not yet found a man to tend the garden. God held back the water in the Garden of Eden until Adam was formed. The Bible said that God needed a man. You see, this is the gospel. God is the the Lord of heaven, and God is wanting to rule the earth through man. Man is the Lord of the earth. The Bible says that the kingdom is a kingdom of priests and kings. The Bible says Jesus is a king of kings. We're the kings that he's the king of. He, he's the Lord of lords. We are the lords that he's the Lord of. So he owns heaven and earth, but the Bible says that the earth he gave to man. So God has given you animals. He's given you your wife, your children, your business, your land, your buildings to rule and to manage. But he wants you to rule and manage the earth through your relationship with the Holy Spirit. So you need to get to the place of overthrow. You need to need to get to the place of abundance. You need to get to the place of, of bubbling over. Father God, right now, give these people the kingdom. Holy Spirit, thank you that the seed of the kingdom has been sown today. Thank you that the yeast of the kingdom is infiltrating these people. And what I was saying before is that there's chaos in your life because you have stood up. There's chaos around you like Paul. Paul had no troubles as a Pharisee, but he did have troubles as a kingdom ambassador. And he's the one who said that you and I are kingdom ambassadors. And so you will have troubles in this world, Jesus promised you, but he also said that that he has overcome the world. And so, Father, we bless them. We bless them. Give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Open our eyes, even though we see many fall away, even though we see the love of many growing cold, we will seek you. We will seek first the kingdom of God in Jesus' name.